good deal. It's good to see everybody. It's good to be back up here sharing the word. I'm going to tell you what. We had some great folks coming in. Angela, thank you so much for bringing, bringing the word and the team and working with the team. Did y'all enjoy all the messages today? Give it. Man, I'll tell you. That is my go-to gal. Am I, feel, am, I, am I looking weak? <laughs> I'm doing it just in case. I'm, I'm feeling pretty strong, but i tell you what. You know, this is kind of, this is going to work with the message real good today. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. And I just want to jump on in here and just thank the Lord for just everybody, their prayers and what God's doing and stuff. And it's been, uh, it's been really good. The recovery's been good. I've had a couple of down days. I went to the regular physical therapy and they said I am the poster child for the leg uh, uh, knee thing, and then the guy had to throw this in. He said, "But you're definitely the youngest one in here." <laughs> so I think he's comparing me to folks that are 90. But he said I'm doing pretty good. But I, I'll take I'll take an uplifting word any way we get it. How about you? So today we're going to jump on in, and it's something that we all deal with in life, and we have to keep moving forward through our setbacks. Anybody ever had a setback or two in their life? How many? I thought everybody, right? We do. And I was thinking about that as I was going through a few setbacks and just looking around and said, in the midst of that, just seeing how good God is and just how he provides through all those things. And I said, the truth is we all have some setbacks, but they don't have to keep us from living. So, you know, don't, they don't have to cripple us from living. And, and a lot of times what I was looking at, I said, actually, many times it proves that we're alive. Because sometimes we got to really suck it up. we got to get going. we got to keep going, whether it's financially, whether it's all. Uh, relationships, your job, or whatever, you're going to have some setbacks, right? But God's not going to leave you by yourself, amen? And I, I, wanna, I want you to hear that. And uh, so today, I just want to uh, just encourage us in the Lord as we walk through these things. And that's another great thing. First, having a personal relationship with the Lord, knowing that he'll never leave you or forsake you, but also have an amazing church family. And so I tell you what, I have been so blessed. Man, my refrigerator's got stretch marks on it for people bringing food over there. I mean, it's just, it's been so good, everybody praying and doing and checking in. And I tell you what, I will tell you this, that helps the healing process. It really does. And so I want to thank you again. But you know, a lot of times, going back to what we're talking about here, going through some of these uh, trials and tribulations, things like that. I said, you know, we can get so desensitized to what's going on in our life because we get a routine. Anybody got a routine? Anybody like a routine? Routines are not bad. I, I, got, I got some friends in my life and, and a lovely bride that likes list. How many of y'all got list? And I, I kick on the list, but most of the time I need a list. So I got the at-home list, and then I got the Miss Tiny Church list. And so sometimes I'm like over-listed, but then I, then I have to come clean and go, uh, what was on that list? Because <laughs> you can forget stuff, you know? And I think it's a great thing when you're going through stuff and you say, okay, hey, I made this, uh, this, this accomplishment this year. And so it sets us in the right framework where we can build on things. Because I, I learned this while I was out a little bit. If you don't have a set schedule, the day will get gone. You know, I'm watching TV and I'll lift my leg a little bit, watch it. And I'm like, it's 2 o'clock. Man, what happened? You know, I'm thinking. Never once did I say, man, I wish I was at work. <laughs> yeah, but I, was like, I never said, man, I can't wait to get back to work. I just thought. I need to be taking really inventory of my time because time gets by. And I think we can get all, you know, it's good to take a rest and things like that. But I know I have to be diligent about pursuing the Lord, spending time in the Word, being a student of the Lord, uh, of the Word, and things like that. Because if not, things can just pass you by. And I noticed that real fast. The time was just unfolding, you know. I, I hear some folks that say, man, I'm tired. I don't know what day it is. And I, I got, I was thinking, what day is it? You know, I'm off a couple of days and. You know, and you start wondering. But also, I said, Lord, help me balance my 
crazy schedule against this, this restful schedule where that I can be productive for you. So I want to balance that out. And I think that's what life's all about is that balance. And I tell you what, you can't have the balance without Christ in your life. And even with Christ in our life, we have to be seeking him to have that balance. Amen. So I think a lot of times we can start getting real complacent when we're just doing the routine, going through motions and stuff like that. And I pray that, you know what, in our Christian walk, that we don't do that. We can get real desensitized and check the box. And, and how many know, sometimes it's like it's Sunday, okay, we've got to go to church. No, it should be, it's Sunday, we get to go to church. You know what I mean? Are we excited about that? And I, I know for me, this gives me life, man. Whether I'm sitting in the back or whether I'm up here sharing the word, because you know what? This is my booster shot for the week. But it's not just for the week. It, it, it gives me that head start. It gives me that momentum. But as a believer in Christ, I know that I need to feed on God's word every day. Amen. How about you? You know, I know for me, I don't miss many meals. And um, gosh, that just, that just preaches by itself right there. No. But I mean, you think about that in your own human life and your natural, you know, you don't miss too many meals and things like that as a rule. And even when I do, when I was out of, out of whack, I was like, man, I'm kind of tired. I'm this and that. And start wearing down. How much more is it that we need to be feeding on God's word to keep our spirit? uplifted and connected with God. So I just want to throw those things in. These, this is a message that we know, but it's a, nece uh, a necessary message for us to hear from time to time. Amen. So I hope that we can just get a hold of that. I want to show you a few things here that the Lord showed me while I was out. I said one of the main reasons I think we get complacent is because we lose sight of the scripture I want to share with you right here. Psalm 103.2. It says, praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits. Now, man, I tell you what, there's a lot of benefits in Christ in it. Every minute of the day, every second of the day. And I said, if you're honest with yourself, do you ever find yourself losing track of some of God's blessings? Stump your toe. And you, you won't think about the blessings for a minute, right? You know, so when things, what I'm saying, when things come up, sometimes if we haven't been feeding on the word of God, we start forgetting about how amazing our life is. Now, I know that everybody goes through different things at different times and life can be tough. I never minimize that, but I always point us to Christ to encourage us through those times. But what I've been trying to do during these times is thinking, man, my leg hurts, but guys, guess what? It's getting better. See, before what would happen when, when I woke up, that was the best it was going to get all day. That was it. That 30 minutes, maybe, was the best I was going to have all day. Now, that's the worst. Because as I get moving around and I, and I strengthen myself in the Lord and, and working out and doing things, it just gets better. At the end of the day, I get a little weary and things like that. And I kept everything up that the Lord was showing me in my physical body. He was also showing me in my spiritual growth. And I thought, you know, when I wake up in the morning, isn't that something? When I spend time with the Lord, I'm glad that, you know, when I start my day with the Lord, that's not just the best it gets. Now, that's great. It's good to start your day with the Lord. It's great to spend your day with the Lord, right? Now, a lot of times when you say that, people say, well, I don't have time to just be praying. i got to work. Well, you know what? You can have an attitude of prayer. You can have an attitude of gratefulness. Amen? So our whole attitude when we're coming into work or doing different things or serving the Lord or maybe helping somebody, it's about our attitude. So if we start our day with the Lord and the Lord starts putting things in our heart and showing us all the benefits that we have, guess what? Everybody's going to be blessed by that. I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but I'm just saying that's what the Lord's showing me. So, and you know, a lot of times we can get so overwhelmed by what's going on in life. And again, I know there's a lot of bad things that go on in our life, but we don't have to stay there, you know. We can move forward because we have the hope of Christ. 
But does anybody know that sometimes if we get so focused on the bad stuff, we can just be negative Ned and negative Nancy? Nobody knows any of those, right? Amen. Everybody's going like this so their partner don't see them raising their hand, right? Yeah, exactly. And I said, you know the kind of person. You say good morning and what's up good about it? You know? I, I used to start work about 6 o'clock, and I'm a little on the loud side. <laughs> always. <laughs> I mean, I'm just always, I'm just like, woo. And some people are like, back away. I have not had my coffee. You know? And so you go, hey, man, what's going on? How was your weekend? And they go, oh. You know? So you kind of just got to love them from a little distance. And, and my buddy at work, one of the guys, he says, I'm sure that you probably even talk in your sleep. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because I, I believe that, you know, my poor wife. But, you know, I, I'm excited about what God's doing in my life and, and things like that. And, yeah, I do get down. But you know what? Usually when I get down, you know what happens? I don't say anything. So as soon as people that really know me, when I go, hey, they go, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? And, you know, I'm just going to catch my breath right now, you know? But usually I'm a pretty upbeat guy. And, uh, because I tried to keep the blessings of the Lord ahead of me, you know. And there's sometimes when you've got some good friends that really love you, they'll, uh, I have gotten good with this too in the last few weeks. They'll, they'll grab you like this and go, hey, <laughs> you know, uh, you remember what you preached on last week? Hey, you remember what Angela said last week? <laughs> Something like that, you know. And you start, if, if you've got somebody that really cares about you and loves you, they will encourage you in the Lord through love. You don't have to beat anybody down. But they try to bring those things back. Remember, say, well, let's just take a look here. We got this going on. That's good. We got that going on. That's good. And all those things. So I just want to raise our eyes up off our problem today to the problem solver. Amen. Does that sound all right? That's where we want to be. So I want to take a couple of a couple of stabs at what we've got going on here today. And I had a few more things in here. I said, you know, if we can just get focused on the promise of God, it changes everything. And it's not just for your benefit. It's for everybody else's. You know, uh, last week, I think last week is when you had your, your fishing rod. That was so cool. I love that. For y'all that, that missed it, you had to listen online. But uh, she was just talking about, you know, reaching out and grabbing hold and all this and, and talking a little bit about positive and negative stuff. And that's what I got out of it. There was a whole lot of things she was sharing. But what I, I thought about, one of the things when she was, she had, uh, I think it was Bill, cast a line over here to Denise. And, and, and you're holding on to this thing. You're just holding on to this problem sometimes. And sometimes you just got to let it go. And she cut that string. And I was hoping for everybody else, when, when he did it, it just went, Phew. wow, how relaxing is to that? To rest in the Lord. To be able to be focused in, 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 in our faith enough to say, you know, God's got it. God's got it. So today, I hope as we move through this stuff, we realize we've got to keep moving forward through our setbacks. So God's got a God-sized life for us to live. Amen? He didn't just buy a little bit of your salvation. It's paid in full. Aren't you glad? You know? My, I always think about that. You know, my, my dad, they never had a credit card. I could have learned from that a long time ago. And they would save up and get whatever they got. But every time when he bought something, he said, okay. And the guy said, okay, you're good. He said, no, no, not not exactly. I need you to write paid in full on there. And they'd put it in their little little hideout behind the the bed, uh, the headboard on their bed. But it was always paid on full. And I said, why do you do that? You got a receipt. He said, because I know right then it's finished. Wow. What did Jesus say? It's paid in full. It is finished. And I never really realized that correlation. But he never messed with that thing. He didn't go back and pull it. Man, I hope that stereo is paid off. Man, man, I hope that new rocking chair is paid off. It's finished. I want to tell you today, when you put your faith and trust in the Lord, it is finished. 
you are secure in Christ. Somebody say amen. Let's keep on moving. Don't sell yourself short and what God's got in your life, all right? So if you got your handouts, grab a hold of them. This is not a complicated message at all because I'm not a complicated guy. So we're going to go ahead and move through this. So I'm going to kind of pick through there. You know how I love to take a word and kind of dissect it. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the L and work all, all the way through L-I-F-E. Is everybody doing good? There we go. So let's look at that. So the first thing I was thinking about is we need to look to the Lord. And the Lord reminded me of the story in the Bible where Jesus is walking on the water. Peter says, hey, if it's you, let me come out there. And he starts to walk out. You guys know the story. His eyes focus intently on, on the Lord. I mean, the waves are crashing. Man, when you're reading the Bible, you just insert yourself in the story and you go, man, this is amazing. How many people would like to be Peter in that minute? At least you're honest. <laughs> hey, I would have to have a lot of faith because I don't swim, right? Not even in the kiddie pool, you know? But anyway, here he goes. He's focused on the Lord, right? And he's walking on the water. And you know what I always think is amazing? You know, I'm sure everybody else in the boat when he got back in here, yeah, yeah, I told you. Well, you didn't get out there, right? You got that sometimes even in the church. I can't believe you did that. Well, you never got off the porch to do it. But he looked into the eyes of the Lord and he trusted the Lord. Didn't matter that the storm was going. Didn't matter that the waves were, were raging and everything else. And he started to walk. And what happened? We all know the story. When he took his eyes off, he began to sleep. Now, I, I got to thinking about this. And I said, man, Lord, that's pretty amazing. I said, I've heard that story a lot. And I, I always love that story. And this is what the Lord laid on my heart. He said, this is, this is my prayer time. Was the water raging and the sea turning and it was dark and everything when his eyes was on me? I go, yeah, it was. He says, was all that going on when he took his eyes off me? I go, yeah. Do you see the difference? <laughs> I go, things didn't change. His perspective changed. As soon as his perspective changed, as soon as he, he got his eyes off the prize, as soon as he got his eyes off the Savior, he started seeing the pain. He started seeing the I'm not saying it wasn't there. You see what I'm, I'm going with? I'm not saying it wasn't there. It was there the whole time. It was there the whole time. But when he was focused on me, it wasn't a big deal. You hear what I'm saying with this? You see what I'm going with this? There's problems in our life all the time. But if we focus on the Lord in the midst of the storm, we're going to be water-walking disciples. We're going to be able to, to stay on top of that wave, man. And I, and I tell you over and over, that little Nudge that little whisper from the Lord just just turned my, my whole heart. Tipped it up and go, wow, God, show me some more. Because you know you're thinking, man, I, I want to bend my leg more than that. You say, okay, we will keep looking at me. But see, if I keep looking at my leg, man, I can't, I can't, I can't. When I look to Him, I can, I can, I can. And that's the whole thing I want you to see today. In life, we got to look to the Lord. Amen. No matter what the situation is, no matter how high the water is, now how short the, the range of motion is on your leg or whatever it is, how low your bank account is, let's do our part to trust God right where we're at. Will he meet you right where you're at? Absolutely. Is he more than enough? Absolutely. Can, can we trust him? Can you work all things together for the good? That's what I want you to hear today. Let's keep on moving. I'm going to give you some word on that. You ready? Whoop. Okay. It changed color, so that I was like, I'm on the same one. Psalm 25, 3, it says, No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. Now, do, you, do you believe that? I'm going to read it again. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. 
I think that's so amazing. The psalmist declares the goodness of God saying, no one who hopes in our mighty Lord and Savior will ever be put to shame. I thought, man, let that build your faith a little bit. Let that build your confidence. How many people have had a few people pray for them over the time? Yeah, right? A prayer is a prayer. It's from your heart. But can you tell when somebody prays and they got confidence in Jesus? I'm going to tell you what. When Miss Peggy prays for me, when she came to the hospital, woo! Man! I was like, I was ready to jump off the table. Because it, it's not that her prayers are answered any different than, than y'all's. I'm not saying that. But I'm going to tell you what. She, she was so bold about who her Savior is and what he would do. She didn't have any question marks in her prayer. It wasn't if. It's, Lord, your word says. Man, when, and the doctor's getting ready to walk off and everything, they're like, eh. It changed the whole atmosphere in that room because the presence of God was following his word and following his servant. And I just appreciate that so much. And like I said, it's available to everybody. It's available to everybody to pray, right? But man, be bold in staying on that word. I mentioned this many times. Somebody said, well, we're praying about this, praying about that. What scripture are you standing on? You know, let's stand on something. Hey, you said by your stripes we're healed. Let's stand on that. You know, search the word out. Find the nuggets of truth in God's word, which is full, right? And then stand on that and say, hey, that's for me. Lord, your word says this. I'm just bringing this to your remembrance, right? Not that he forgot, but I want him to know that I know your word. And I'm going to align my life and align my faith with your word, and I'm going to let you do the rest. Guess what? Lower your blood pressure. <laughs> it will lower your blood pressure. You don't get it. Well, I wonder if he will. I don't know if he will. I don't even say he would. Well, let's go with that. How many know God's got a pretty good track record? Amen. Amen. I'm going to go with his. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So we need to lean on his promises, right? And I think about that many times. I said, how do you lean on his promises? I said, first you have to know his promises. How often, this is just going into what I just said, do we search out the promises of God for yourself? Look at the memory verse for this week. What do we got on here? You got this here? I love this. Uh, Angela used this a couple of times. This is one of my favorite verses, Jeremiah 33, 3. It says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I'll tell you a little story. Before we started the church here, I thought... We thought we had a really good business deal to start the church. This is probably like three years before we did this. The price was right. The location was right. We were down, and my, my pops was living at the time. He said, man, if that's what's going on, he said, man, me and your mama even buy the chairs. This is great. Everything was falling in place on the outside. And I remember... This very clearly. Me and Denise and the boys laid across the bed. And I started praying. I said, Lord, I ain't going nowhere without you. It looks good. But if you ain't going, we ain't going. He led me to that scripture right there. Right there. From the memory verse. I'll have call me and I'll show you great mighty things. You know, There's a lot I don't know. But I do know this. I'm not going without you. And so we prayed about that, slept like a baby. Woo. The next morning, I, I, at that time, I still did like some Facebook. This was before Facebook, even I was doing Facebook. I would look at different devotions and send them out and just pass them on to encourage folks. Had a mailing list of about 100 people, and I would send them out every day. And uh, 
I went to this one particular resource that I went often, and the Lord said, no, I want you to go here. I said, okay. And the, and the, and the devotion says, when God says no, ooh, when God says no, and I read through the devotion, and it said, are you willing to, basically, said, are you willing to accept that answer? Or are you going to just go forward and, 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 and try to basically manipulate it to make it work? And I don't know. But there's a difference, you know, when you, you, you're a kid, you want the new bicycle, and your mom and dad say, can't do that, and you still want it, and you say, oh, but there was a piece that fell over me, and I was like, Okay. Because I knew that the Lord was speaking. Not now. Not yet. Not now. Looking back now, I go, woo. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going, wow, his time was right. And I, I talked to the team and everything. I said, hey, look, I really feel like uh, the Lord's telling us this is what's going on. And I, and, I, and I got a piece about that. And they did too. And that's great when everybody, is, we just want what God wants. You know, that's the bottom line. We just want what God wants. So to get out there and, and exhaust yourself in your own strength and come home empty in a year, that's not what we want to do. We want to listen and, and, and be in the flow of what God's doing. So I love that verse. And, and we leaned into the promises of God's word. And at the right time, let me tell you, many of y'all know this, many of you don't. When we started the church, they came looking for us. We didn't even come looking for them. I had guys at my work that don't go to church, hadn't been to church, and they said, hey, dude, we can go listen to you speak. I go, you don't listen now. <laughs> Look at that word. But, you know, I tell them what was going on on the weekend and how God was moving. And they said, well, why don't you guys do this? And I go, last I heard, we were waiting, you know. And these guys went out, and they got a place. I didn't ask them to do anything. We didn't ask them to do anything. They went out and got it all set up. And they said, now what you going to do? I said, I guess we're going to pray about it. And many of y'all know that was started over on, um, on Odd Road. What do they call that place? The community center. I call it the little house outside the, the, the uh, high school. And so we started once a, once a month, every other week, and things like that. And, and I, it was just like every week, man, I was just trying to feed and do this. And I, what are we going to do next week? What are we going to do next week? It was a pretty big load, you know, but God was providing but guess what? We had to we had to trust in every step. What you preaching on next week, buddy? I have no idea. But God will provide it. I used to, oh man, I need to have six weeks out. I need to have. Well, and then people say, why don't you why don't you repreach one of your other messages? And I, I said, oh, I'd rather keep it fresh, <laughs> you know. Now, if the Lord brings me back to a different thing and pulls some stuff, I guarantee it's going to be different, you know, because you're growing and things and and you see things as a different perspective that God grows you. So anyway, I remember clearly that the Lord, after we, I thought, man, we're doing something now. Man, God, this is so good. We're doing this every other week. Woo, that's good. My tongue's hanging out. Working full time, doing this every other week. The Lord said, you just going to let my people hear about me every other week? I go, oh. See, sometimes you think, man, we're really doing it, man. We're rolling. This is great. You're still praising God, but you got a little you in the, in the situation. You know? And God has a way to <laughs> uh, excuse me, it's still about me. You're right. It's all about you. And when we came over to this to start working out, working and, and sharing God's word here, it was probably, in my estimation, the worst possible time in my life to 
to go full-time ministry to do this. My dad just died, taking care of my 86-year-old mom, working full-time. Got a lot of people praying, a lot of people coming alongside. I was not going through it alone, but it was a lot. And God, God opened this door here, and he's been providing ever since. But you know what the good part about that is? We and I, I'll say for me, I had to and I have to. God, you got to deliver. It's not, well, I got all this time now, I can do. No, I don't, I, Lord, you know this, you got to come through. That's not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to be. So when you feel like sometimes that, that whatever's going on in your life, this, this is just not my time, this is just not right, seek the Lord on it. It might be exactly the place, exactly the time in your life that he says, you know what? Everything else stripped away now, ain't it? It's me and you. Woo! That's good stuff, man. Good stuff. And I'm telling you, I see him, I see him moving in that. You know? And, 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 and you can apply that to anything in your life, whether it's relationships, whether it's work, whether it's anything. And I'm just here to tell you that I know that we got a big God with a lot of promises. And when you're a child of God, they're for you. How about that? Somebody say amen. Let's keep on going. Well, we got to be listening, willing to listen to his instructions. Woo! I'm going to take a drink of water on that one. Because sometimes, you know what? I don't. I hear better than I listen sometimes. How about y'all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take a drink on that one, too. Get a drink of water. Help us out. So I'm thinking about that. Listen to his instructions. Man. How do we do that? Look at this. Proverbs 8.33 says, Listen to my instructions and be wise. Don't ignore it. You can read something, you can get that nudge, and if it don't line up with your plan, are you willing to say, okay, I'm gonna make a course correction? Are you gonna say, well, you know, Lord, if you really don't want me to go to Hawaii this summer, make it snow in July. You know, throwing that fleece out there. So we, we do some crazy stuff, you know? We were, well, Lord, you know, if you really, no, if the Lord says, hey, uh, now's not the time, are we willing to trust God enough and say, okay, I hope that we are. There has been many times that I have. There's probably been more times that I haven't. I won't go through this whole story about one old truck and Denise said, did you pray about it? And we didn't get a truck. But that just happened about two weeks ago. <laughs> you got the same answer, no. <laughs> but you know what? I said, that's all right. The Lord will work that out in this time frame. Because he knows what's coming. He knows it's not about what you want all the time. It's about what's best for you and what you need. Amen? And as I'm, as I'm getting older, usually my, my whining time is reduced a little bit. I'm just like, before I be now it's like, wow, you're right again. You know? I don't have to be right. I just want to be in tune with God. And if I'm in tune with God, then it's going to be all right. That's the big deal. So it says, Proverbs 8.33, listen to my instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. What is it that God's showing you that we need to adjust? There's always adjustments and things in our life. But you know what? With the boldness and trust in his promise, listen to his word and moving forward, we can see a whole lot better at the end of the day when we align our life with God. Amen? So that's what I want you to take away from that. And I said, you know what? We, we hear many times, but I know in my life, so I, I seldom listen. I'm trying to be a better listener, right? You can hear something, 
And they said, what they say? I don't know. But if you listen, you can repeat it back. And if you can repeat it back, then you can take hold of it. You know? What did they say? You know, how many times is that going on? And I, as time, after like 30 years of rocking and roll, I don't hear real good like in, in background noises. Now, so I walk somewhere, I said, that guitar's out of tune. I could pick that out real fast. But we'll be in a restaurant, somebody saying something, I might end up with any type of food. They're talking, I go, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Didn't know that. They said, yeah, you did. I, said, I thought he said pizza. Well, we got, we got something else. Because it's all, it gets all mixed up in there. In your prayer life, with all the noise of the world, if we're not careful, we can get all different signals. But if we calm our hearts and listen to the promises of God, and listen, see, Angela hit on this too, I love it. I, I don't want to, I'm going to put it in my own words here. God doesn't always give you everything you want when you want it. Amen? And that's not a bad thing. And that, you, you, you're married to somebody today and you said, amen. I'm glad I, I didn't end up married Bobby Sue or, or Billie Jean or whoever it might be. You got Jimmy. I'm trying to help you out, Brad. You want to say amen? <laughs> you know, and those things. You know what I mean? I mean, how many people say, "Oh, he's so strong." I just that is, oh, that's the guy. And then you find out that's not the guy. You know, this is the guy or the gal. You know, so you know, a lot of times, timing seems right. Things look just so, and that's really my takeaway from this slide. Man, listen to the Lord and see what He says. Because he's got the full picture. You know, I can only see this far. God's looking at it. He sees the whole thing. The beginning from the end. He knows what's coming. You know? Like I tell my boys, I say, I didn't wake up 50 years old, Junebug. I'm telling you. This ain't good. Then we go a little bit further. I said, it's like being on a train track. Hey, train's coming. Yeah, I got it, Pop. I know. Yep, I got it. Yep. I see the light. <laughs> Get out of the way, you know? But sometimes we got to get it, boop, boop. You got to hear that horn for yourself. You got to see that light for yourself. But as moms and dads and, and parents and brothers and sisters, we can love them in a way to, to help them hear and help them see and help them listen. Amen. So let's keep on moving. Everybody doing good? Oh, we got a whole lot. We got four more letters, three more letters to go through. <laughs> here we go. Did I hit the right one, Tim? There we go. So here we go. We're down to the eye. Everybody doing good. I said our lives intersect with a lot of, a lot of people. Through life. Just how well do you do with that? Now, I'm a people person. If I go to the Coliseum and there's 3,000 people in there, I go, where's everybody at? Bring them on. My mom, if you've got three people in the house, she's like, will they ever leave? I, that's one thing. I'm totally different than Ruthie, baby, on that. I mean, like, yeah, come on, man. Let's go. Let's do this. And my mom's like, there's, I, don't, I don't, who are they people? There's, there's two people. It's all right. It's okay to be different. But I will tell you this. A lot of things like that, it's my opinion, a lot of times when, when we don't invest in the community of believers and different things, we find that, you know what, when things are stripped away and things are tough, we have no resources. We always have God as our resource. Don't get me wrong. But God has put people in your life throughout time so that you can help them and they can help you. That's just the benefit of the brotherhood and sisterhood. Amen. So I'm thinking about that, and I thought, you know, how well do you do with all that? I said, when we get to heaven, I think it's going to be a full house. I know there's always room for more, 
But, and, and I pray everybody that hears the, hears the message receives Christ, and we just fill that place up. But here's, here's, here's something I want to think, the takeaway of. How, let's look at this, probably jumping ahead of myself a little bit today. When we think about this, how do people see that in your life? How do people see the interaction with others? Do you just tolerate people? Are you plastic? Or do you really have a heart for them? I pray as God cultivates things in our heart that we're more like Christ. That's what I want you to hear today. So sometimes, guess what? It's good to invest in yourself. Now, most people say, I don't have no problem with that. I'm going to get what I want. I used to work with a guy for 20-some years. And his saying was this. I'm going to get mine's. <laughs> Translation, I'm going to do what's best for me. I don't care about anybody else. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine's is what he would say. I hear it all the time. He's been retired for a long time, and people were still saying, I'm going to get mine's. And I thought, that means what I saw that lived out as, doesn't matter about you. Doesn't matter about you. Doesn't matter about me. I'm going to get what's best for me. That's it. I don't really see that in the Bible, do y'all? You know, I don't, I don't see that. Well, I'll just cut it off and it don't work. I'm going to get what's best for me. No, I don't see that. But you know what? Invest in our life. I said, you know, so many times when we look to God, what do people see in your life? You know? What do you see in your life? I said, don't lose yourself in others. I'm trying to balance this out. The first year of ministry, I'm still learning all the time. But I can tell you what, the first year of ministry, I would leave my family in the middle of a restaurant. I would go and hurdle and jump and go. And to anybody's need that I could go, I would go. Because it's the man God's called me to this, I'm going to go. And I found out that people, nothing bad, they'll use you up. They don't even mean to, but they will use you up. And then when everything's lovey dovey again, they just step right on going. And you're like, what happened? I've, I've, I've invested so much time in these people, and this and this and this, and it's, 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 it's put a strain on my marriage, and it's put a, you know, I'm, I'm missing things with my kids and, and all this stuff here. And I heard this. Right before we went here, my pastor from another church sat me down. Y'all heard this before. And he said, buddy, I'm going to tell you this. I tell this about every three months. He said, I'm going to tell you something. You ready for this? He said, all right, I'm ready to go right down. He said, God loves you, and everybody else has a plan for your life. And he laughed. And I thought, I just learned that lesson. Everybody else you need to do this. I need you here. You need to do this. You got to do this. You need to be over here. And I'm, I, I, I mean, I've got the plates going and I'm doing this. And I'm trying to be, I want to be the best pastor I can be. I want to be, you know, I want them to see the Lord. I want to do this. I want to do all these things. But that wasn't, that wasn't the deal. All those things were great. They were good things, but they weren't always necessarily the God thing. So year two, we use voicemail. <laughs> you know, in different things like that. And I started finding that a lot of these things start taking care of themselves without me even jumping up and down or anything else. Now, I'm going to tell you what, if you got a need, don't, don't feel, you know, call or whatever. I, I'm not saying don't call. I'm just saying what I learned was this, is that they need Jesus. They don't necessarily need me. But you know what? We can be that container of grace to people. But I do know this. As we invest in ourselves, we're going to find out that what we should be investing in is, is God in ourselves. 
And as God is filling up in our, our lives, he's going to tell us when to go. He's going to tell us when to stay. He's going to tell us when this can wait. He's going to tell us when it's time to roll. So just throw that out there in your life because I know there's a lot of demands on people. A lot of demands on your life usually. Work, bills, kids, parents, more work. I've got to tell you another story. Me and my buddy, like, uh, we pick up Mustangs. We trade Mustangs. We're Mustang guys. I had a guy pick up a Mustang the other day, and he was from the Philippines. And I could hardly understand him. But he was so gracious. He hadn't been in this country long. And uh, he works at a 7-Eleven. And he wanted to get this car for his younger son. So I met with him and everything. My buddy went for a ride with the older son. And the older son said, my buddy Kevin said, well, what type of car do you got? And he said, he had this car. He said, this is really nice. My brother's really going to get a nice car. This is great. And he said, well, we got another one. We'll fix you up with two. We'll fix you up with a deal, you know? And the boy said, man, this kid's about 19. He said, I appreciate everything my mother and father has done for me. It's my brother's turn. Wow. He said, they did the best they could for me when I got mine, but they're doing a little bit better, and he's going to get it, and that's okay. Man, amazing. Every time that boy talked to me, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, things would change throughout the week and trying to meet, and they would always call me, and always, every, every just communication. And I thought, isn't that amazing? But the amount of respect that the boys had for their mother and father amazed me. And I think, how much respect do we have for our Heavenly Father? Ah, oh, God, I'll pray when things are bad. Well, I went to church last week. I don't really need to go this week. Yeah, I know, but. And I thought, their dad, this is just my little bit of time, he was not a taskmaster. He loved them boys. And he tried to do what he could. And he was teaching them as he was getting in this car and everything. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of, of how our Heavenly Father gives us what he has. As, as men and women, we have limited resources. God has unlimited resources. Do you appreciate what God has done in your life? Let's go back to this. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all the benefits. See, it's, it's amazing because what usually happens is, more times than not, when I'm working on a message, I end up living the message through the week. Amen? And that's a good thing because I go, wow, here it is again. This is definitely the message. You know what I mean? You know, you said, wow, here it is again. And I thought, isn't that amazing how God works through that? And I said this here. Insight is valuable. So many things we just pass by. I said, allow the Holy Spirit to impart his wisdom and insight. I said, look how God has imparted wisdom into the medical field. All right? I know you're tired of hearing about my leg, but I'm going to just tell you what it is. Where else... Can you get your leg cut in two spots, totally tear your knee out at lunch, and they got you walking by supper? That's amazing. That is amazing. And the next day, I walked in the house, and they told me this, and, and I was a candidate for this early, early uh, fast-track program. They usually say three or four, four days. The doctor told me, said, with the medical advancement, I said, God's good, right? Every time, I'm just throwing God right there. I said, yeah. I said, this will be a one-day surgery soon. You will go in, and you'll go out the same day. Now, who gets to go? God does. God's teaching us and showing us and, and, and giving us the insight 
to, to all these things. And I think, man, isn't that amazing how that happens? I said, when else in history could you say something about that? See that? When else in history can you take your cell phone, be on an airplane, email your grandmama, text your girlfriend? Oh, all in one, one thing, this is amazing times that we're living in. How are we using that to benefit the kingdom of God? One more story. About day five, I'm feeling real good. I'm driving. I'm doing stuff. Not on the pain meds. I'm doing good until I walk too far. And I go to the mall, and I go back, and Jesse broke his phone, and I'm getting that straight through my boy, and I walk in to the Verizon store. Got my cane and everything. The lady comes over, and she said, what happened? To your leg? I said, oh, I had full-blown knee, re knee replacement five days ago. She said, no, you just walked in here. I said, yeah, I know. Right? I said, we got some praying folks at our church. I said, we got a good God. You know what happened out of that conversation? She downloaded the app for our stuff. I thought that was really cool. That's the only thing I'm bringing out of that story. In that instant, when I got to give God glory, guess what? We got to point other people to Christ. That's the whole thing. So whatever that hardship is or whatever's going on in your life, use that in a way to point them to Jesus, right? And so I just thought that was really cool. So she stopped doing what she's doing, took her tablet, downloaded all the stuff, and she said, I will check on these sermons later. I said, good, please do. Come visit. See what's going on. In that, in that instant, I was able to expose somebody to the word. In that instant, I was able to take things. And I was, I'll tell you, I was starting to slow down at the end of that day. You know? But in the midst of that stuff, Lord, how can you use me today with my situation to bring glory to you? I guarantee you, there's something that God will and can do through you. Let's take a look at this, Psalm 103, 2. Right? It says, praise the Lord my soul. Right? And forget not all his benefits. I'm going to keep going back to that because I want you to see that over and over and over. Just a little reminder. Amen. I'm going to pick up a little speed here. Here we go. Getting to the F. Here we go. I said, now there's something I think we all can relate to, right? Here we go. Failure. Anybody ever failed before? I'm going to pray for y'all. Everybody's hanging on to me up, right? Man, I got that one down. I have blown it over the time. Just a little bit? No, a zero is on the end of it, man. I'm telling you. And I thought, isn't that something? But I said, you know what? Keep getting up. Keep looking up. I said, the only time, this is what the Lord said, the only time failure is permanent is when you quit trying to move forward. Think about that. If I just give up, then I'm out. But if I keep moving forward and I keep leaning into the Lord, guess what? Things are going to change. That's what this whole message is about. Moving forward through the setbacks in our life. Let's keep on rolling. Pick up a little speed. I said, we need to focus on the blessings just like we were talking about. Man, the next time you get overwhelmed about something, take out a, a, a little sheet of paper and start focusing on some of the blessings that's in your life. You know? I have to do that with the guys I work with. I have to do it with me. I have to do it with my family. Someone said, oh, I got to do this. And that. I said, how's your kids doing? I said, what well, I don't like doing when they start whining about something. Why, well, this job, I can't believe, and they want us to do all this, and I, and I can be that guy sometimes. Really? Um, Y'all still live over such and such? Yeah, that's nice. And then they start seeing me and I said, Y'all, there's no house payment or nothing, have you? No. I said, That's a blessing. Isn't it? I said, That's good. And they start whining a little bit more. I said, Hey, when's the last time your wife went to the grocery store? And they're starting to wonder, What are you talking about? Because what, what I'm doing is start inserting the blessing into the life. You ain't hungry, are you? You still got a roof over your head. Your kid's still doing good, right? You did have enough gas to get to work today, right? You see what I'm saying? Oh, don't, don't we still got, don't we still got uh, life insurance here? Yeah. Don't we still, we still got what, 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 uh, 
We're off on Saturday and Sunday, usually, right? So you start picking those blessings out. And, and at first, they don't really like it. Because sometimes the truth hurts, don't it? But the truth is still the truth. And you start cutting through that. And then the next thing you know, they almost have to giggle. Because I'm telling you, in most cases, really, if I think we go further in all cases, we can keep digging through those blessings and see where the blessings will outweigh the bad. Amen? I pray that they do. Let's keep on going. So we know we got to feed our spirit, right? We talked about that a little earlier. I said your spirit needs to, to be fed on by the word of God. We need to feed on the word of God to keep us strong. And I said don't get too busy to eat and, because you will become weak. Man, I like to eat. And through some of this process here, one day I ate about this much food right there. That's it. Looked like I got over it, didn't it? But anyway, I ate about that much food. And I thought, man, I'm tired. This is what I used to tell the kids. They said, Dad, you eat a lot. I said, you got the fuel, man mountain. Right? <laughs> they go, eh, Dad. You know, you gotta keep you gotta keep things going. How much more do we need to fuel our spirit? Man, stay in that word. Let's keep on going here. Let's take a look at the word of God. Matthew 4 4 says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Man, we need to continue to be looking and lifting up and feeding on God's word. I'm going to pick up the speed. I know I'm getting a little long-winded. Imagine that. Y'all can say amen if you want. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, you know what? We're getting to the E. We're, getting, we're on the last track here. I said, you know what? It's great when we get to encounter his grace. I said, when we fill up on the Lord, we encounter his grace. You know, when you first meet somebody, a lot of times we'll take, we'll, we'll get a, the, that first impression, right? Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong, right? But most of the time, you got a little, little feeling in your heart, right? And, I, and we can have the wrong room, but usually you get a pretty good feel of what's going on. So here's the question. What do people encounter when they encounter you? Right? Think about that. When somebody first meets you, do they see a mirror of Christ? You might say, well, it all depends what's going on, you know? And that's true. But I pray that when somebody spends some time with you, that they start seeing the richness of God bubbling out. I've told y'all this story before. We got some new faces. I love, we had a guy working with us, and we all used to go out to eat every day. We used to go to Bubba's down here. I cried like a baby when they, they shut that down, all that grease and everything, and I love the place. And so we go, and we had a guy working with us, and he was a little rough around the edges, right? So we get in the car, and we're going down Wren's Road, we were talking, and he's just cussing, and he's just this, and he's just swearing, and all my boys are going. All, all of a sudden, it just went, because <laughs> you're trying to the pastor now, he better shut up, right? I'm just riding along. And this is the big guy, muscly guy. I don't care. I'm driving. I got the brakes. You know, and I looked at him, and I said, hey, boy. Yeah. I said, do you kiss your mama with them same lips you've been talking all that trash with? Because what? I said, I don't hear that. He goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Just that one minute. I wasn't trying to start no fight. I wasn't trying to do anything else. Stuff like that. And so I tried to witness to the guy a little bit. Months and months later, he goes on travel. He ends up with a gallbladder problem. They didn't even know what's going on. And so, you know, I'm just loving him where he's at. I said, Man, tell me about it. I'm glad you're doing good, brother. See, most of the time, Somebody cussing, fussing, like, oh, I don't want to play with you no more. I go look for it. I want to love what, I, that was me. 
That was me years back, you know? I want somebody to come love me where I'm at, not go, well, you get all cleaned up, you can come play. No, we love you right where you are. So I talked to the guy, and he goes, man, buddy, you just wouldn't believe. I was in so much pain and everything else. And all this, you know, we talked about the Lord. And, and so and uh, he's going on and everything else. And he said, man, he said, pain was so bad and everything else. He said, man, I thought I was going to die. Doorway. I said, so if you died, where do you think you would have went? He goes, what? I said, well, if you died, man, where would you have went? He said, uh, I guess back in the dirt. I said, really? I said, let me ask you a question. I said, did it hurt? He said, man, it hurt. I said, did you get some big striking pains? He goes, yes. I said, when you got one of those pains, when he said, he said, oh, God, that hurt. I said, you didn't say, oh, dirt, that hurt? <laughs> Why'd you say, oh, God, did that hurt? He goes, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> I said, no, I'm just, I said, so show me a way to, to get this guy. I said, you know, it's in there, man. It's in there. So a lot of times, we talk a lot of dirt and a lot of trash and everything else, but I'm going to tell you, when everything's stripped away, you're not going to say, oh, dirt. You watch that. You watch how things go. Because when everything's stripped away, you will come to seeing the grace of God, I pray. Amen? Open them hearts. Make them opportunities. Let's keep on rolling. We need to enter his presence. I said, worship and prayer gives us that great opportunity. I said, why would we not take time to praise the Lord, talk to the Lord, and experience him? And I'll tell you why. Because I think a lot of times we just get overwhelmed and overworked. Overwhelmed and overworked. The man I met, that I said, from the Philippines, I said, how do you like it here? He says, it's good. It's a lot of opportunity here. He said, but maybe later me and my wife will go back to the Philippines. I said, oh, really? He said, here. He said, you work and you work and you work and you work. And you can get what you will work. He said, where I'm from, you work and you enjoy your family. I thought, man, this guy is teaching me some stuff. He wasn't worried about all the getting. He wanted to do better for his family. But the whole mission was more family time. How about you? Are you taking the things that God's put, put in your life and go, more stuff, more stuff, hey, more stuff, God, more stuff, God, another thing. Oh, man, doing it for you. How many, how many of those TV shows have been watching? What's that, the Lovey Dovey channel, baby? The girl channel? Yeah, that's what I call it. I've been watching some of those, but I got love it. And, and, you know, oh, you know, you hear all these stories and stuff. And uh, they turn around, and, and dad's working all the time, and the, and the kid's doing all this stuff, and he thinks he's doing it all for the kid, and the kid says, I just want time with you. Isn't that, a, isn't that the truth? Lord, help us to balance caring for our family, but loving them even more. Man, Lord, help us with that. So when we enter his presence, guess what? We're going we're gonna to want to gravitate to more of that love and sharing that love with our family. Amen? Here we go. And I say this here. I said, everyone has, a set, has setbacks. Let's make them count. I don't want to go through anything that I can't pull something out the other side. When I go through this new thing, I'm learning because I got to do this one later. I learned how to do my shoe different. I learned what medicines not to take <laughs> I remember when my, my, my wife says, I'm good, <laughs> that means she's getting ready to blow. <laughs> I know the keep Tanya, Tim on the speed dial, I think it's time for me to get out of here, come get me, you know? I start realizing, you know what, I can't do it all. Sometimes I gotta lean on people, and that's okay. I'm not a real big leaning on people, you know? Everybody, man, you'd like to lean, yeah, you know what? 
I don't like asking anybody for anything, but I'm getting good at that now. Because you know what? I'm going, I can't do all this stuff. Why am I going to drive myself crazy and do something halfway when there's people available to do it? Great. That's okay. That's a big step, man. That's a big step for a guy from Buffalo, ain't it? Because <laughs> you know, we got to do it, man. What are you, what's wrong, man? You got to get it done. And then you start looking at I, I can't get it done. It's too much. You can get overwhelmed. But God says, I got somebody helping. You're not alone, brother. Come on, let's keep going. Let's do this. I want you to see that everyone has setbacks. Make them count. What do I mean by that? My buddy that got in that terrible, terrible uh, explosion a few years ago, Daryl Brown. I call him coach. Because Daryl has a way of speaking into your life. And he says, all right, I'm going to tell you what. I want you to go and hit that wall as hard as you can because you can go through the other side. I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. He just has that personality. He has that belief. He has that faith and stuff. So the coach has been calling me. Hey, man, how's it going today? All right. What am I going to say? I had this little surgery. He had 19. 19 surgeries. I don't know how many on his face. I have his hand on. He's like, it's going to get better. I said, okay. See, somebody's walked that. And guess what? With that setback, he's making it count. He said, you know what? I can help you now. When I went to the hospital, he couldn't see. He couldn't do anything. Even when he came in here, he spoke. All he kept saying, he says, buddy, get close so I can hear you voice. And I sat with him and I would talk. And he would just reach like that. I just want to hear your voice. Now, when I went through just a little bumper room, he can get back. Isn't that something? He didn't have to. He didn't do that. But you know what? He didn't forget. He didn't forget the investment of people saying, hey, you know what? You're not, we're going. We're moving forward. We're, going, we're moving forward. Man, who are you investing in? You know what? You don't invest in people just to get something back. When you invest in people for the right reasons, you will get something back at the time that you need it the most. And that's just a God thing. You know what? You don't go and do stuff to, to, to get blessed. But when you go with the right heart and the right motive to be a blessing, the blessings are going to come. There's a difference. You hear what I'm saying? There's a difference in that. If I want to do this, so God's got to do that. That's not the way it works. You do what God asks you to do and let it fall where it lays, and God will bring that back around at a time when you, you didn't even see it coming. That's how big the hands of God are. That's how awesome God is that we, we love and serve. Amen. And I said this here. I said, you know what? We know that we have setbacks, but I said, but they can be learning lessons that we can grow from. And I said, how grateful are you for coming through the other side? Thanks. Been through a lot of different things. Probably not been a touch of what some of you guys went through. Been through having some money. Been through having no money. I remember my dad said this. I used to say, man, it's only a hundred bucks. Why don't you just get it? You know? Just get it. It's a hundred bucks. Pops, get it. He's like, what? I know he's like, you didn't go through the depression. And he said this. He said, let me tell you something. He said, $10 is a lot of money when you don't have no money. And there's been times early on that $10 was a lot of money. And so I was learning through those things. But now when I hear somebody's got something going on, I was like, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. There's a lot of things that I can't relate to, but through Christ, Lord, help us to relate to them things and forget not to bless us. Let's bring this on home. You know, I love this scripture, and I hope that you guys can just take a hold of it today. It says, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I know it's a little long-winded today, but it sure felt good sharing the word. Amen.
You know, I think that brings me more life than anything. And I appreciate everything everybody's done. Uh, and we are going to have Ms. Angela come back and share some more and more and more. It is a blessing and a breath of fresh air. But today I want to tell you this. Don't forget the benefits of Christ. You say, well, what, what do you mean? I want you to hear this. When you call on the name of Jesus, it's paid in full. He's not going to love you any more next week than he loves you right now. That's hard for us to get in our minds, isn't it? He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. And I pray today that maybe something through this message encouraged you if you're going through a tough time, if you're going through a setback, if things are a little disjointed in your life. To take note, count the blessings, be grateful, and watch how God will mold things in your life, strengthen you so that you can help somebody else. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much that you know what we're not in this thing alone. I thank you so much for, for the life you give us for the freedom that you give us, Lord, in Christ. And I know that as we have a crowd this size, there's things going on that people maybe don't share. And that's okay. But you know their hearts. So I pray specifically right now for those that might be listening later online and for those that are here, for that prayer that is just an unspoken prayer. I pray, Lord, that you rescue my brothers and sisters. I pray that they run to you. I pray that we rest in you. And Lord, I always pray that if there's one here today that does not know you as Lord and Savior, that today is the day that they call upon the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let our light shine bright for you. And let others see the grace and the mercy that you have. Lord, your, your word tells us that our sin separates us from you. But your word also gives us a remedy, and his name is Jesus. So if there's one here today that just needs to call on your name, Lord, that they've never asked you into their life for forgiveness, I pray that today is the day. The Bible says that we, we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised you from the dead, we will be saved. I pray that they pray that from where they are. Lord, come into my life and forgive me. I'm trusting you today, Lord, as my sacrifice and my Savior. And Lord, for us today that, that's been walking with you, uh, and we grow tired, we grow weary, Lord, encourage us to dig deeper, to come alongside one another, to encourage each other, to look for ways to be a blessing, because that's what Jesus would do. Lord, use us in a mighty way, this day and always, in Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap. Amen, amen. Well, I hope that was a blessing to you today.